I'm John McDougall, and I'm here today with Liz Bame, the Senior Marketing and Business Development Manager at Benesh. And so, Liz, uh, today we're going to be talking about influence and thought leadership in uh, law for, for law firms and their websites. How important is it that an attorney is an authority in their main practice area versus trying to be good at too many different areas of law? Hi, um, thanks for having me today. Sure. You know, I would say that it's it's important, at least we tell our attorneys here at Benish that it's important that you really think about um, focusing your practice in sort of a niche area. So thinking about what is it about your practice that makes you unique and that sets you apart, and what is the reason that people are really going to pick up the phone and call you as opposed to calling any other attorney. So, you know, if you are a a litigation attorney, there's obviously many of them out there, but if you're a litigation attorney who focuses in, um, you know, transportation law and maybe even more specifically in maritime law or, or, you know, some niche area of that, it really does help to set you apart. Um, And aside from setting you apart, it also, you know, personally, I think, helps you enjoy what you're doing a little bit more because you can kind of hone in on that area of law that you practice that you really get the most enjoyment out of, where you really enjoy, you know, working with that type of client and doing that type of work. Yeah, no, that, that's 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 good advice. I, I like how you said to basically niche it down to, say, transportation law, but don't stop there. If you can, niche it down one more level deep. Yep, yeah. Um, and, and again, you know, here at our firm we have for example, we do have a transportation group, but then within that group, all of the attorneys kind of have different facets of, of that industry that they sort of specialize in. And so when they're working with clients, it kind of helps us as a firm to identify who is the best person to hook up with this potential client based on them having that really you know, um, finely tuned area of focus. Yeah, and so do people generally hire based on a law firm's brand or individual attorneys, and how much influence do attorneys of substance in their website bio pages have on hiring decisions? So this is a question that I've heard a lot, and um, my thoughts on whether or not people are hiring an individual attorney versus hiring a firm is that I think in in many cases – Um, Clients are hiring the attorney, but I think um, in most all cases, the firm behind that attorney is important to the decision that the client is making to hiring that person. So, you know, they may be hiring um, an attorney based on that person's reputation or maybe they've heard about a specific deal that the attorney has completed or maybe they've gotten a referral to that specific attorney. But I think having a really strong brand uh, um, of the firm as a whole behind that person could ultimately be the factor that will sway the potential client to go ahead and hire that person or not. So I do think it's it's important to have your personal brand, but to have that strong brand behind the individuals is also equally as important. Um, and then in considering bios of the attorneys, I think it kind of goes the same way. I think 
it's important for them to have a really strong bio on a website that shows all of their credentials and specific experience and all of that. And at the same time, then, to have the pages throughout the website that just reinforce the fact that this person is, you know, not only excellent in and of him or herself, but they also have a great team behind them. They have a, you know, a firm with a good reputation, with good values, and, you know, all of that. So it's really, I think that it is the individual that can bring the client in and, you know, get them interested, and then the firm behind the attorney that can kind of just help seal the deal. Yeah, I, yeah, I like how you phrased that. And there's a there's an ebook I read recently called Visible Experts, and it talks about the concept of a halo effect. So when there's a personal brand, uh, and whether it's a law firm or other professional services firm, when an individual has a good solid personal brand, it it there's essentially a halo is created around them and it rubs off on the main brand. So, um, yeah, both are important and they play on each other and strengthen each other. Yeah, that that does make sense. And just another thing I would add is that um, here at Benish, we really focus a lot on doing work for our clients as a team. And so we're always trying to look at our clients, especially some of the, the bigger ones, you know, the more institutional type clients, and say, how could we expand this relationship? Who else at the firm could we kind of put in front of them to help, you know, let that client know that we can do more for them? And so I think that does kind of go back to, it, the relationship may have started with one attorney initially, but then it's important to have that whole firm relationship behind them so that whereas the client may have hired us because of one person at the beginning, but going forward now they could have a relationship with 12 people at the firm. And so now it's not just a, a one-on-one relationship, but a, a team relationship with that client. Okay, good. And um, when you first look at an attorney website, how do you know if they or their firm are credible and can be trusted? Um, probably one of the the main things that you can look for is solid uh, examples of representative work that they've done. So, um, and I hear that kind of again and again from my colleagues at other firms too. You know, it's always kind of a an obstacle to keep up with all of that those good examples of work that our attorneys have done. But I think it's so important to have that information, um, you know, current solid examples of things that the attorneys have done up on the website because that I've heard, you know, from um, the people that we work with on our website and others in the industry that that's one of the first things that clients or prospective clients will look at when they're browsing through your website is, you know, who have they done work for? Have they done work for companies like me? Have they done work in an industry like mine? And that's kind of how we're making ourselves credible to our prospective clients out there. Um, You know, and there's always talk of do things like chambers and best lawyers and, and all of those rankings that are out there, do those make us more credible as a law firm or do, do those honors make our individual attorneys more credible and, and um, you know, more, I guess, uh, <laughs> what, what the word I'm looking for More is. trusted, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
people who are who are looking at our website. And I don't think that it hurts, obviously, to have those things, but I don't think that that's necessarily the you know one thing that's really going to make or break you as far as credibility goes. Um, I really think it's more about um, kind of setting the tone for who your firm is, you know, talking about your values, talking about your leadership and the people there and all of that, and then also having those solid examples of the things that you've done. Yeah, I would agree. I, I study what we call conversion rate optimization, and there's a guy, Flint McLaughlin, uh, from Mech Labs and uh, Marketing Sherpa, and he talks a lot about specificity. So when you make the headlines and the bullet points for your website, um, try and avoid vague things like we're an excellent law firm and you know a, a law firm that's different. <laughs> you know, there's right. so many th- statements that that attorneys make and that just websites make in general that are kind of vague and right. not not really expressing a value proposition and not very influential. So uh, those right. are those are good points that you're making and it, it goes along with the, that line of thinking of specificity and drilling into you know relevant experience that you have and whether it's verdicts and settlements or, or business situations that you've, you've done that have been successful to make you extremely relevant to, to particular people. So Right, yeah, absolutely. I feel like thinking of your website content in terms of keywords, so, and not only is that good for search engine optimization, but just in general for your content, I always try to look at our website and think, you know, do we say in the first paragraph on this page everything that we would want the person to see if they only look at the page for 20 seconds, you know? So we try to make sure that we have those distinguishing words in there and, you know, catch their eye with the content that's right at the top of the page. Yeah, a good combination of keywords, but with those value value propositions and specificity. Yes, exactly. As as opposed to one or the other, because it's easy uh, to fall into the trap of overdoing it for the search engines, and then the user comes and it just says, you know, personal injury law firm MA, you know, or Boston. So pretty, pretty, uh, you know, lacking in in influence. And what about uh, Google in general? How important is Google for attorneys? And, uh, you know, how how much influence is there if you're, you know, at the top of the search results, etc.? I do think it's important. Um, I I sometimes feel that maybe it is perceived as being even more important than it is to some of the visual attorneys. So we've always gotten questions from our attorneys as far as why aren't we number one in, you know, labor and employment law in Columbus or, you know, some specific type of law in whatever city and that kind of thing. And um, I do think it's important, obviously, to to be up there in the search rankings, but I don't think it's always everything. Um, And just like with with anything else, with content marketing, it's kind of, we see that we have much more success in the Google search rankings when we go about doing things very specifically. So if we really do a big push around, um, like for example, recently we did kind of a content marketing um, piece on union organizing um, and NLRB um, advancements and various topics related to unions. And so we were sending out all these client alerts on that topic and we had a lot of things on our website related to that. And so we saw our search results 
specific to that topic go up. And so I think the way that we go about it is if we want to have really good search results related to a excuse me, specific practice area or a specific topic, then we just really try to put out a lot of content related to that, and generally that will help us get up there. Um, so we've been finding it's less about the content that is um, a permanently, I guess, housed on our website, such as the practice group narratives, and more about those alerts and bulletins and social media posts and that kind of thing that help us get up there in the search engine results. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense given some of the recent changes or re-emphasizing that Google is doing around what we call supple, supplemental content. So it's good to have a practice area page, of course, not just a page for each, you know, that lists all of the practice areas, but a page for each practice area. But to go beyond that, you want to have blog posts and or, you know, different pieces of content, like you mentioned, that then link up to that main practice area page, hopefully to also help rank that, not just the supplemental content. But uh, all of that is good. And the long tail, those, you know, various ways that people search, not just for labor um, and employment lawyer Columbus, but, you know, how do I do XYZ? Or like you said, uh, something about union organizing and XYZ, you know, those longer tail key phrases make up for a huge amount of the internet. There are six billion searches a day done in Google. And, um, you know, they're, they're certainly um, a pretty healthy amount of searches for things like labor lawyer and, you know, unemployment lawyer or um, mesothelioma lawyer. Um, but if you just focused on those, you would be, um, you'd be pretty boring, actually. <laughs> you'd be, right. You know, there's a lot of attorneys that do that, and they just have their practice area page, and they slap up those main keywords on the top of the page and think that they're done. But uh, I think your point is excellent, that um, that additional content and, you know, having the main keywords there is, is important. It's a prerequisite to ranking, but then not – some people just get so tied up in just the heading tags of you know employment lawyer you know Boston or whatever, that they they don't really appreciate how much people are really struggling with issues. And if you can answer those issues with content marketing, you'll have better success. So you've been doing a lot of that. Yes, some of that? yes, have. And, and just to add one more thing on on the point of the Google search, um, another thing that we try to kind of remind our attorneys of is that. Most of our clients are not calling us, you know, we're not getting clients because they're finding us on Google necessarily. We get most of our work through referrals and, and through, you know, clients who are recommending us to other business owners they know and that kind of thing. So although it would be nice if we were coming up as, you know, the top rated law firm in Cleveland and coming up at the top of every Google search and whatnot, um, it's not necessarily directly impacting the amount of new work we're getting in the door, if that makes sense. So we try to just keep in mind a lot of what we're doing through content marketing and through our website is more of reinforcing the fact that we have knowledge in these particular areas and reinforcing our, our um, attorney's thought leadership and that kind of thing and kind of building the brand behind them for 
clients that they're already working with or people that they already know in the community. So, you know, I guess we've found that content marketing in that way has has done more for us as far as getting us out there um, in the electronic world than focusing so much on our search engine results. Right. So whether, you know, if someone comes to you because they were, you know, it was a referral, then your website and you're having a blog and active content, even if it's not from a direct Google search, but someone directly typed in your, your domain name because they heard about you through a referral, you want that content marketing to back up your thought leadership. So, yeah, I, I commend you on that because some people are unsure whether, oh, I don't really want to do it because I, I don't really need, you know, a lot of B2B attorneys will say, well, we don't really need Google as much. But yeah, but yeah, it's it's not just about that, you know. There, it's you know, if you get some extra uh, Google energy as a B two B firm, then great, you know. But if you if you did it only for that, you might not do it. But because it's so powerful in terms of influence, um, you know, there there's two good reasons to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so are are you aware that Google and various social media sites like Clout? have patented algorithms to determine if if a um, trusted author, if someone is a trusted author, an influential person? You know, I, yes, I have heard about that, and I'm not overly familiar with the topic, but it's, it's very interesting, for sure. Yeah, so um, Google recently killed its Google uh, Plus authorship program. So uh, they used to have this mechanism where your originally your face would show up in the search results if you plugged in you know you made a personal profile Google Plus personal profile for each attorney you link that over to your blog and your website and show Google that oh look I'm a trusted author and I'm I'm affiliated with this website and company um, uh -huh. they've since killed that but um, they they started. Uh, with one of their patents in 2005, they applied for something relating to eight, what they call agent rank. And agent rank is about scoring authors. And so Google has a history through various patents and in the authorship program. And now I believe it's more invisible behind the scenes. Um, but they have these uh, mechanisms to judge who the people writing your, your content marketing and blog and website are. And so to value them uh, and to try and figure out if they should be valued above the next law firm. So it's just interesting for me to hear um, how much people are aware of that when they're doing their content marketing. You're doing it to build your thought leadership. You're not necessarily aware of those things behind the scenes, but it's it's probably comforting to know that Google will love you for that, essentially. They're, they're, that's, no, that's very comforting to know and very interesting. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, because they're they're not. I mean, they with six billion searches a day, and so many people trying to fake it, you know, and uh -huh. game their way to the top. They they need to figure out who the real people are from the scammers and fakers. And uh, there's certainly a lot of law firm websites out there that are just put up by you know people to get leads and then sell it to law firms. So, um, you know, they they need these systems. Have you heard about Clout? Um, again, I have heard of it, and I personally have not you know, had much experience with it. So, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge follower of cloud. It basically, um, 
it determines uh, if you're influential in social media, LinkedIn and Twitter and uh, Google Plus and Foursquare and LinkedIn and, you know, how much activity you're doing and how much you're engaging with other people and having, you know, conversations, et cetera. But I think it probably can be gamed a little too much, but, you know, you might be able to, for example, buy likes or tweets on Facebook or, or sorry, on Fiverr you know, for yeah. five, five bucks and then your cloud score might go way up. So I'm, st I'm still kind of researching that one, but that, that seems to be a potential flaw in it. But, um, in the cool. background there's there, you know, these, you know, companies like Google and Facebook and clout, they're all, they're all trying to figure out who the real thought leaders are. Yeah. All right, good. So what's your, your firm website, the web, the web address? Our web address is www.benesh, B-E-N-E-S-C-H, law.com. Okay, great. So we're going to end this uh, first part, and then we'll come back in a minute and do uh, part two. Sounds great. Thank you. All right. Good talking to you. You too.